This is the Zach Morris Podcast, where we talk all things cycling, health and fitness, entrepreneurship, marketing, and so much more. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit down, and enjoy this episode. What's up, podcast? This is Zach Morris coming to you right now with episode three of the Zach Morris Podcast. Today, we are in... Tulsa, Oklahoma. For the first time, I just touched down. I'm sitting in the lobby of the Doubletree Hotel recording this podcast. So today we're going to talk about basically what I feel is the most underemphasized and underutilized tool in cycling. And it's something that, I mean, has been being utilized or being used by some of the best cyclists of all time since dating back to like Eddie Merckx maybe even before then but Eddie Merckx is the first that I'm aware of and that is motor pacing so this past week I jumped behind the bike for a couple of hours and got a really hard motor pacing session in and the interesting thing about this whole comeback is I guess I'm reliving a lot of these experiences and internalizing and kind of embracing all of the different physiological, emotional, and I guess just different things going on in my body. And now that I'm older, I'm much more aware of the things that are happening. So it's a really interesting process. And I think by going through this on a day-to-day basis, I can share it with you guys and give you guys a lot of value. And so motor pacing is probably the most effective way to become a faster rider immediately. Like you can do a motor pacing session on a Tuesday and be reaping the benefits by the Friday. It's super, super effective. And this year, I mean, Chris Froome, everybody saw that on Strava. People were going crazy when they saw that 275 kilometer ride where Chris Froome averaged like something something just out there between 45 and 47 kilometers an hour if i remember correctly took all the koms down in south africa just like lit it up and i think if you were to ask chris he would probably credit you know that win on the giro d'italia where he broke away there in the end i think he'd probably pay a lot of credit to that win to his motor pacing sessions in the off season and i i think that motor pacing is something that a lot of people think is not really accessible to them but it is you know scooters are so affordable these days and i think it's actually more beneficial than a lot of other things that people are spending money on in terms of like gear and if you can get you know maybe you can get a moped between you and a few friends everybody chip in and get a moped and then you know motor pace each other but the interesting thing about motor pacing is there's a lot more to it than just like jumping on a bike going 30 or 30 miles an hour or 50 kilometers an hour behind it and just you know doing it there's a lot more that goes into it than that and the intricacies behind actually driving the motorcycle is what makes the session so effective so the better intuition or understanding of what it's like to be behind the bike the better the driver is going to be understanding the gradients of the road understanding you know how much power output it actually takes to go up a hill or where the wind's coming from you know these types of things are really what allows the athlete behind the bike to get the ultimate workout and so this past week i did a really really good session i did some intervals where 
you're behind the bike and then you swing off and you go the same speed you're going you were going behind the bike but now you're not in the draft and you hold that for 30 seconds you come in behind the bike for a minute and a half and then you swing back out and you do that for <clears throat> i I, I would recommend you know five to eight repetitions of that and then you're going to be pretty tired so i did that and then because i'm really wanting to work on my sprints as well i did a couple sprints in the session off the bike and it just helped my fitness so much the the rides i've done since then have just felt completely different i was tired because you know it was a large day for me i did two and a half hours behind the bike that day and then i went out and did another three and a half hour ride in the afternoon and just crushed myself i did like two over 220 kilometers on tuesday um knowing that i was racing here friday night and that that was going to be my big volume day and then i was just going to taper the rest of the week and show up ready to throw down here tonight but yeah motor pacing is something i would really recommend everybody to at least try but make sure if you're going to try it try it with somebody that knows how to motor pace the first time um or you know just have go into it with the understanding that you and your friends are, are going to learn how to do it together but that's my my big tip on this podcast is figure motor pacing out look into it you know look up the benefits there are so many benefits cadence efficiency is probably the biggest benefit um getting comfortable at riding at high speeds is something that more people need to talk about more people need to understand how important it is Uh, because if you look at the world tour riders even when they're doing big efforts they still stay very efficient and that's what separates the pros from you know even the high level amateurs is that efficiency when they're doing big efforts that efficiency is what allows you to go faster longer and effectively put out more power put more power into those pedals all comes down to efficiency and motor pacing is such a contributing factor to developing that efficiency it's insane how how perfect you feel on the bike after you do a couple motor pacing sessions you just feel so in the zone elbows tucked in just so efficient and that's something that i mean you can't even put a value on it as a rider that's such an important asset and motor pacing is the best tool in my opinion for that not to mention cadence foot speed um power there's you can do sprint workouts so many different things um we're really spoiled where i'm where i'm staying right now in fort lauderdale in the sense that we have group rides and group rides can also be you know a little bit like motor pacing if you have enough fast guys to keep the pace high all the time but the issue with the group rides is there's a lot of surges you get the pace going and then it eases up and you don't keep that constant pressure on the pedals which is what motor pacing is so good at is just really exhausting that muscular strength and so when you look at the development what it takes to develop a cyclist there's more than just like you know there's there's a few different components that go into it you need muscular endurance muscular strength cardiovascular endurance cardiovascular development your system you know cardiovascular system takes time to develop it's you don't just do a couple intervals and have this advanced cardiovascular system right and so motor motor pacing is something that really allows you to attack all angles at one time because like i was saying with the group rides you know you can you can get that high-end cardio in but it typically doesn't last long enough unless you're somebody who's proactive about it like often i go on the group rides just fully understanding that i'm out there to do intervals and i want to exhaust my muscles and i use the group ride just to just to hammer 
just to go all out. But I don't really see a lot of people doing that. I mean, we've got a few guys down here that really hammered. Dan Vaughn, you know, Michael Gratzer. These people out here are throwing down, and it, it's inspiring to see that. But there aren't so many people who will go to that level of, like, deep training, muscle exhaustion, cardiovascular exhaustion. So that's why motor pacing is an easy, accessible tool that pretty much anybody who wants to step their game up, like, really quickly. Like, let's say you've got a race coming up in two weeks, you need to get in shape. Boom, get behind the bike. That's how I got in shape for Vuelta Valley. Like, I was just doing base miles. I found out two weeks before I was going to go do this five-day stage race, and guess what I did? I jumped behind the motorcycle, started doing three, four-hour rides behind the bike, and that's the only reason I was able to survive the stages I even survived. Otherwise, I just would have been getting shelled out the back door because I had no speed training prior to that at all. None. Zero. For nine years. <laughs> so I uh, I would really recommend that you guys look into motor pacing if you can do it. Uh, you know, Incorporate motor pacing into your weekly rides. Uh, at least try to get a session in bi-weekly. Going forward, I'm going to be on the motor pacing steady. And you guys will see the progress. I'm not posting... A lot of my motor pacing workouts, I'm not sure if I'll post any of them to Strava just because I am doing some, you know, intervals. My, my dad and I are, we're working pretty hard on develop, developing my program and um, don't necessarily want to have all of my competitors, you know, seeing exactly what I'm doing, which is, which is kind of like the strange thing about the bike game because as much as I like want to give all this information to um, you guys so you guys can, you know, be better athletes part of me is like you know fighting myself because i'm like man if i just start banging out good results like i think i will you know are all the other pro riders just going to start copying what i'm doing and i guess i need to come to the the realization or i guess if i accept the fact that you know they can do what i'm doing and maybe if i'm still better then that's what matters but you know I'm i'm not there yet so i'm not posting my uh i'm not posting my motor pacing workouts just yet if you guys want me to you know let me know but that's going to be the end of this podcast. I just quickly wanted to, you know, give you guys this feedback I'm getting internally from my body, let you know how much benefit I'm taking from something that I'm doing so that if you're interested in improving your game, you can take it and you can use it. We're, uh, we're throwing down, like I said earlier, in a few hours here in Tulsa, getting ready to do the crit starts at 9 p.m. So yeah, it's going to be full gas out there. Looking forward to it. Monk's coming in. Shane's coming in. We're going to have a good squad. And the legs are good. This is my first race back where I'm healthy, guys. I haven't been healthy for a single race. Vuelta Valley was my first race back. And then I came to the States, did Sunshine Grand Prix, got bit by the brown recluse spider bite, was off the bike for three weeks, came back, was training, 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 got the flu, went to, you know, the, what was that, uh, Snake Alley crit, still sick from the flu, and just haven't had a weekend where i've been like feeling good ready to race and i feel like this weekend is that opportunity so i'm super motivated super ready to transform from this you know nice guy who's you know very outgoing and positive to this warrior that's about to just beast in these races and that's something we can talk about you know in another episode but Wish me luck, and I want to encourage you guys to give me some feedback. So if you download the Anchor app, what you can do is you can send me voice messages, and then I can play your voice messages here on the podcast and then answer them on air. So if you're interested in getting some of your questions answered, download the Anchor app, Anchor, like a boat anchor, spelt like that, and uh, yeah, connect with me on there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode, guys. I really do appreciate your support, and 
I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. I'm Zach Morris, and we'll speak to you soon.